This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. Good afternoon, it's Monday lunchtime. I'm Kira with Red FM's news podcast. The Cork Kerry region is the most dangerous part of the country for farmers. That's one of the findings of the Health and Safety Authority's review of work-related deaths in agriculture, which is being published today. Agriculture remains the sector with the highest fatality rate of the 495 work-related fatalities in Ireland during the 10 years to 2020. 42% were in farming. Speaking to Red FM News, the chairperson of the Farm Safety Partnership, Kiron Roach, said that there were many factors contributing to the high fatality rate on Cork farms. Uh, well, I think sure, there, there's many factors here. So number one, I suppose, when we look at Cork and Kerry, I think it's 13.7 per 100,000 is the fatality rate. And then you move to Kildare, Wicklow, and it's uh, two per 100,000. So it's much, much lower. There's, there's a lot of factors involved in it, so it's hard to know exactly. But definitely the type of enterprise, the intensity of the farming that's gone on, they don't have to be uh, factors in relation to that fatality rate. Culture within an area as well. There was disappointment for Cork yesterday in Crow Park. The Rebels lost out to Limerick in the All-Ireland Final in front of 40,000 supporters, the largest crowd at an event since the pandemic started. These Cork supporters told Red FM News the Rebels will be back. Look, sure, the lads did as best as they could and Limerick were the better team in the day, but I suppose with the minor win and the under-20s win during the week, we'll be hoping for a bright future with Cork. Disappointed today with the performance. Uh, fellas got frustrated. Limerick's tactics were outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. The space they created in front of their full forward line. But um, the future's bright. A lot of good players there and hopefully we'll be back again. Nice to have great Cork support up today, wasn't it? Great support. Um, they all cheered on the team, kept behind them throughout. Limerick were deserving winners, but uh, I think Cork will be back again. They'll win all Ireland eventually. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. Starting with Gaelic Games, it wasn't to be for Cork yesterday at Croke Park, losing the All-Ireland Hurling Final to Limerick on a scoreline of 332-122. to It's the Treaty County's third All-Ireland title in four years, and Rebels manager Kieran Kingston admitted to Red FM Sport after the game that they just weren't on the same level as the champions on the day. Massive congratulations to Limerick. From our perspective, it was like trying to stop the tide with a bucket. Not a lot you could do, no matter what we try, we're short, you go long. I think they were just at another level to Cork today. Um, 13 guys are playing in the first All-Ireland final today. We came up here, I suppose, on the back of a lot of talk around Cock hurling, the narrative on Cock hurling and uh, Miners winning last night, Noel Furlong and his team for the first time in 20 years, and the, the, the 20s having won the last two. Uh, Seeing us getting to the final was another bit of a momentum, I suppose, unexpectedly. But it's when we start winning at this level, it's then we say, yeah, cock, cock are back. In football, Chelsea handed Arsenal a second consecutive defeat in the Premier League, winning 2-0 at the Emirates yesterday. Tottenham overcame Wolves 1-0 at Molyneux. Elsewhere, Manchester United dropped points away to Southampton, drawing one all. Tonight, West Ham hosts Leicester City at the London Stadium. Kickoff is 8pm. Finally, in golf, Leona Maguire will become the first ever Irish representative on the European Solheim Cup team. She finished in a share of 13th place yesterday at the Women's Open Championship. The Northern Trust in New Jersey will be settled today after weather delays, with Shane Lowry just three shots off the lead. Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily. Little icon making the red tops today where they say 25 degrees.
maybe further away to the west. I don't know. Maybe we'll hit the mid-20s at some stage over the next six or seven days. But they talk about the roaring 20s in the papers this morning. They're the kind of headlines I take all day. Unfortunately, as a Portuguese man-of-war jellyfish, they're particularly venomous. And they were, were washing up on Garrettstown Beach. Red flag there at the moment with lifeguards raising the red flag. Uh, also, watch out for those weaver fish as well. You don't be walking on those fellas. But anyway, Saturday morning it washed up um, on shore on, a nearby, on, the, on the nearby Gary Lucas Beach. And they're saying that the Portuguese man of war can cause very painful stings even days after the creature itself had died. Uh, and they talk about the uh, the different types of wounds, these red welts on human skin last day. And they're very, very, very serious. So you don't want to be messing with... I think it's best, really, uh, you know, to avoid all jellyfishes, but the Portuguese man-o-war is particularly uh, dodgy. You know, I know there's uh, criticism with regards to uh, the amount of people who are raging about, say, 40,000 people in Croke Park. Um, and, you know, the music industry, entertainment, drama, arts and live events um, are still not allowed to uh, proceed. But the first, Friday night saw the first of our concerts on Lisa. You know, the Magic Nights by the Lee events. These are the outdoor ones. There was a rockin' one. Fantastic. 200 people saw the White House Guitar Club uh, take to the stage in Ballancolic Regional Park. And by all accounts, it was a super-duper gig. But Michal Martin, who was at the match yesterday, and I imagine that Simon Coveney was as well, uh, has defended um, the uh, fact that uh, 40,000 people were at Croke Park yesterday. We have a number of people in hospital now. I think the figure is actually uh, something like 300 to 300, I think maybe like 314. Uh, I'm not a fan of the daily cases being constantly reported on, but we're reminded of them today, particularly after Croke Park yesterday. And it isn't my intention at all to put any downer. I thought it was fantastic and I thought it was great and a wonderful spectacle to see so many people enjoying hurling at, uh, at that level. But they're saying the average now for the last 14 days is 1,890 per day, which is uh, as high as it's been since last February. Uh, but Simon Coveney makes the papers as well, um, where he defended the 40,000 at Croker because of the frustration, because of restrictions still with entertainment and live events. Uh, um, the papers this morning talk of a number of people can be seen drinking away to their heart's content uh, outside, many gathering with friends, weaving their way through the match crowds and stuff like that. And there's a, a fiddler and singer, of Dunn, who shared a video saying, I'm watching and loving the match, but I also did an outdoor gig last night and only 80 people were allowed to attend, all masked, two metres apart. It's my third gig in front of people in two years and I'm raging. Uh, somebody else said, another musician said, I live a stone's throw away from, from Croke Park and this is utterly heartbreaking. Shame on you, shame on you. It's the inequality of it all, really, that has annoyed many, many people uh, because there wouldn't be any kind of meterage like that at Croke Park, nor masks for that matter. Uh, but no matter what you do, uh, Limerick won the All-Ireland hurling final. Um, and uh, victory hurls golden age of hurling in Limerick is a story from this morning's uh, Irish Times. The examiner has supplements, a huge supplement in the examiner today where they rate all the players. Um, obviously, the ratings for the Limerick players are higher than the ratings for the Cork players. 332 to 122. Would it be right? And they call history makers and record breakers um, uh, with regards to Limerick. Joining the greats. Uh, as Limerick annihilate, annihilate Cork for their third title in four years. I think it was the highest score ever in a hurling final. Heard that somewhere yesterday. There was a lot of stats doing the rounds. 
uh, yesterday. Uh, papers talk about it. There's reams and reams of coverage. I'll come back to it. I mean, we could, you know, we could be celebrating this morning. We're not. In fact, I think um, Shawnee McGrath uh, t- called them relentless yesterday uh, on Red FM. Um, bumped into a buddy of mine yesterday who called it an annihilation. I think Kieran Kingston said it was like trying to hold back the tide with a bucket. But anyway, we will come back to it shortly. There's a lot of COVID-related stories, incidentally, with 8,000 children now uh, waiting for outpatient appointments in Cork. This is not a national figure. Uh, it's a Cork figure. And this is just the children alone. It's a front page of Making the Echo. 8,000 children on the list. And they figure that the national list of people waiting now could climb very soon to 1 million. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie.